ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 59 for the week of February 12th, 2019. My name is Josh, aka JK Fire, and today I am dressed in the man in the. Is that an Apple Watch Series 3? It is. The Apple Watch Series 3, Will, aka I am Mr. Man. Will, how are you today? Doing just fine. Thanks for the wild and crazy introduction. You know, we've had, uh, being in Minnesota, we've had some pretty shitty weather. Snow is real. <laughs> it's about to be real tonight, too. You know, you gotta, and it's been like a, a mundane Monday, you know, so we gotta, we gotta pump things up a little bit. Sure. Pump it up. Pump the chips. I, <laughs> I don't even know if I know how that song goes. That's all I pretty much know yeah. of that song. It's good. It's good stuff. You doing the dance move to it now? Just bobbing up and down. <laughs> Will, how are you today? Yeah, doing fine. As we say, it's a, it, was, it's, it was a Monday. Just another manic Monday. Yeah. Um... No, I feel like I got a decent amount done at work today, but work is work and it'll always be there. So more to look forward to tomorrow. Well, unless you get weighed up, laid off. That's nah, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I said weighed off on accident. There. I, that was pretty bad. I knew what you meant. Thanks, man. <laughs> should we should we talk about what's going to be on the show this week, Will? Yeah, let's get into some Halo. All right. First and foremost, this is what we got coming up on this episode. Will has plenty of rosters to talk about. That's right. Roster Mania is back in hot for this episode. Then uh, we're going to talk about some Apex Legends because, yeah, that game has taken the world by storm, to say the very least. Um, Halo Outpost Discovery has been officially announced. We're going to talk about that, and we also have an announcement ourselves to talk about. The playoff picture for the Halo Draft League has been completed. We're going to find out which teams made the playoffs and which teams did not, unfortunately. The AGLA, the American Griffball League of America, continues. With some hot matches. The UGC Winter Series is off to a rocky start. And we have plenty of community creations to talk about later on in the show. But before any of that will, we got some housekeeping to do. So, Will, you remember we on our last episode we did Halo Hot Takes and Unpopular Opinions, correct? Yep. Okay. So, a couple people were not able to submit theirs in time. But that's okay because Marlon over on YouTube, uh, he gives us his piece for the topic after the episode comes out because he, he listens to it on YouTube. So that's the only opportunity he has. So Marlon, we got your hot take here and we're going to read through it. Again, this is from Marlon over on YouTube. Halo 2 was a shit show. We're starting off great already. I love this. Nothing but glitches and too much dumb mechanics that only assholes enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> We're really getting in there, Will. Okay. Halo 3 was not only the title update the series needed, but I got to destroy players that loved Halo 2 for its glitches. Halo campaign, Halo 2 campaign is boring at the end. It only starts to pick up at the part where the Chief says he's finishing the fight. Halo 1 multiplayer is shit compared to Halo 4 multiplayer. Whoa! Whoa! That's a big one. That's a big one. Um, let's see. No variety in Halo 1 plus melee mechanics are trash in Halo 1. Silos is going to just be like rolling over right now. Um, we need roster locks so the pros can stop passing each other uh, like 
VD was passed in the 70s. Do you want to elaborate more on that? What is VD? Um, uh, STD. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm an idiot. My bad. <laughs> uh, Titanfall 2 is a better game than every Halo game so far. Whoa. Whoa. Marlin. Halo Pros killed the franchise between three and five. Oh, my God. Player, uh, people who complained about Halo 4's story ruined the storyline for Halo 5 by pressuring the devs to bring back Cortana. Yes, that was a thing. Oh, that, that's what I got. That's it for, that's it for Marlin. Hoofda doofda. Those were some... I don't know what to say. GD hot takes right there. Oh, man. Okay. Will, do you have anything to comment on that? I don't. I really don't know what to say to all that. <laughs> it's a lot. It was... Um, oh, my God. He said Halo 4 was better than Halo 1. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I mean, four, again, we can go from the casual standpoint. Sure. Four was a lot of fun. Yeah. Didn't, I like work, it a lot. didn't work from com, from a competitive standpoint. Not at all. Comparing all these Halos for me is hard because they're all so different. Right. I was. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. That's a really good point. But it's just like since it's the same franchise, people compare them. Yeah, and it's 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 funny how really each game has been different and yep. it's um i guess you like what you like uh, that's what i'm gonna say to that it's exactly and i think we just learned that marlin likes halo 4 that's another one in my camp let's go baby all right then uh we had a hot take from viscous as well over on discord and viscous states that haven the halo 4 map is the best map of all time will what are your thoughts on Haven, a.k.a. Mercy, in Halo so, 5? I've never played Haven on 4, but Mercy in 5, I hate it. <laughs> they, can just, they can just shove that one back into 4 <laughs> and leave it there forever and ever. Forever and ever. Um, I, I wish it didn't exist in 5. I hate that map so much. So much. And the beam rifle in the back, that, that, it's like a, almost a useless weapon. Sure. It, it feels like it is. Most of the time, it just gets dropped off the map or... It's just ammo's fired. I feel See, like it's not used properly. I've played against people who've used it properly, and it's annoying as all hell. The reason being, it's it's the reason why I was talking to Viscous about this map in the first place, is that um, my problem with Haven and or Mercy, whatever way you want to look at it, is that there are so many like nooks and crannies that you can see people from, like across the map and whatnot. I never feel like... I mean, maybe it's a good thing I never feel safe, but it's it's a problem when I never feel like I can I have an opportunity to get away or I have an opportunity to make a correct play. It's that's just me, and also and, I think it was overplayed in four. Okay, like in and matchmaking, yeah, and then yeah, it seems like whenever you get in a fight, that someone can really drop down or flank way too easily. Yeah, that's that's kind of the the not safe part of it where. Um, if you're fighting on bottom, someone can easily drop down the stairs or down in mid and come from the other side. Yep. Or if you have a jetpack, because in Halo 4, jetpacks oh, yeah. were pretty you big. Get up top quick. Yep. You can get up top really quick from bottom mid. And it's just like, I think some of the jumps are cool in that map. And I wish I liked it more for what it is. But every time I go back and play it, I'm like, ah, I can, can we please play something else at this point? 
I, like I said, I think it's because I've just played Halo 4's Haven so much in matchmaking that's like I just want something different at this point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Will, with housekeeping out of the way, what do we normally start the show off with? Roster Mania! As always, we start with some Roster Mania. So here we go. We're going to start with the free agent and team list for upcoming events over at noobcombo.com. It's a Google Doc if you need to find a teammate or if you need to find a team. So we're going to read through them. Here we go. The G4G, Gamers Forgiving, free agent list. Here are your players. The Bronx Demon is a gamer tag. You can find him on Twitter at BXSoldier. We have Admantee over at Admant underscore II. We have Three Beer Belly at Gamer Clothing Co. We have Gohan on Twitter at Gohan the Sand. We have Easy over on Twitter at Shift Easy. We have Hypo on Twitter, Hypotonic. We have Tusk9 at Tusk. Oh, I'm sorry, not 9. That would be 13. What am I doing here? Um, over at Tusk13 on Twitter. We have Kevin Clutch over at Kevin Clutch on Twitter. We have Ghoul underscore V at Ghoul underscore V. We have Admiral Bunny. Again, same Admiral Bunny over underscore over at Twitter. We have Bulkosaur at, un, at Bulkosaur underscore HCS. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm... My mind's not processing as fast as I like it to be. I just like how consistent these are. Yeah, we have two vicious at two vicious. We have conology over at God of Con. We have most dope over at most dope FPS. The most dope. We have is it hosty shots, hosty shots over at hosty shots. We have Kyul over at Kyul and Nautilus EXG. At Nautilus on Twitter. The teams looking for players to pick up. The gamer tags are RNC Display, World Famous, and Zypok. The Twitter they provided was Display underscore HCS. Uh, next team is Seesaw. Commence Mad is the um, full player name there. And you could either DM Zach Seesaw or Comatify over on Twitter. We have AF Real Realty and Saber. They provided a Saber Taylor as the Twitter handle. We have Tarzan and Guntype. You could reach out to either one of those on Twitter at Guntype or at Tarzan XBL. We have Slogi and Struggler. Did not provide a Twitter. And we have Klepto and Revamped. And find Klepto over at Twitter at a, a underscore Klepto. All right. We have the DreamHack Dallas free agent list. First player, OG Killa at the OG Killa. Jay Weezy did not provide a Twitter. We have Gohan at Gohan the Saiyan. We have Coco the Janitor. His Twitter handle is Dakota Dayok. We have Galloping Elk. Twitter is Gall Galloping Elk 1. We have Easy. Twitter is Shift Easy. We have King Abyss. Twitter again, King Abyss. We have Exile. Twitter is I'm Exile, spelled X I L 3. Okay. We have Ann 
M Sterling. Twitter handle is MBR Sterling. We have Crewman12 at the Crewman X. We have Assertive at Assertive. Very nice. Uh, uh, we have ICN Deadline at, or a Deadline, sorry, at ICN underscore Deadline. We have Hypo. Find him on Twitter over at Hypnotic. We have Trunks JL over at Trunks underscore NJ. Shout out to Trunks. We have Tusk again at Tusk 13. We have Protein over at a nerd that lifts. We have Slurshot over at Slurshot. We have Poseidon's BR at Chuck underscore D underscore Grunt. We have Cool Ranch Senpai. Oh my God. Over at CoffeeWiz42. What a combination of words. We have Joy Slays over at Havoc Joy Slays. We have Quicksilver at Hudge Coolin. We have Bulkasaur at Bulkasaur under Bulkasaur underscore HCS. We have XCade Seven at Jeremy Out of Here. We have Venom CT over on Twitter at Venom CT. We have Aiden at Gary Descari. We have Elvistico over at. How do I say that word? It's E-I-A-S-T-I-C-O-E-D. On Twitter. Um, is it like supposed to be Elasticode, but the L is an I? Maybe. Elasticode? Elasticode? Yeah. We have sure. Gunstrafe over at Gunstrafe. We have Kinology over at God of Khan again. We have Senshi at Sensua Chua? Sensua Chua? Yep. Uh, we have Most Dope again over at Most Dope FPS. We have Heavy Shots at Hosty or Hosty Shots over at Hosty Shots. And Kyle again at Kyle on Twitter. All right. Teams, partial teams looking for, te- for players. Yeah. We have again RNC, or RCN Display, world famous in Zypok. Reach out to them at display underscore HCS on Twitter. We have Flamehead, the only toxic and engage. Reach out at Twitch Flamehead. We have Dread Takedown, I Always Slay, and Daffy GDI at HCS underscore takedown. We have LTS Tosh and Berserk. Reach out at Berserk HCS. We have AF Realty and Saber. Again, reach out to a Saber Taylor. We have Just Eon and Shreds. Twitter handle just underscore Eon. We have Tarzan and Guntype. Again, Twitter handles uh, at Guntype and at Tarzan XBL. We have Highland CE and Casual Catastrophe. Reach out to at Highland underscore CE. We have Drizzy and Uday. Reach out at Drizzy V. And then we have the Neutralizer, Gouldage, and Pawsey. Reach out to at Just Neutralizer. And that just does it. For the Noob Combo Doc. But what else we got, Will? We got the UGC Winter Series. Which means you got more rosters. Gotta take a drink for this one. Oh, we're getting the sip of the coat Diet Code Red Mountain Dew right now. Mountain Dew, get at us. <laughs> You're drinking a Game Fuel as well. I, well, I'm, well, I'm drinking the OG Game Fuel The previous fuel right Game now. Fuel, the cherry, what is it, like cherry, cherry citrus? citrus? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Shit's delish. All right. UGC Winter Series. 
First team, last life GG. This is crazy. Milkman. NB tie? NB T? Eh, and Aurora. Denial. We have straight sick Aries commonly in Shale. We have Burger Town, which is NYC, Wombat, Munoz, and Turley. We have Elusive, which is Dizzle, Fazzle 1, Fazzle 2, Stamina, FTW. We have Team Waste of a Seed, which is Omega, Juan, Filthy G, and Rain. We have Team Set on Fire. This is Carmack, Nolamac, Jordizzle, and Still OTL. We have GMS, which is Goofy, Tusk, Eco, and Gabriel. We have OBS, which is Seizure, Seizure, Stunzy, Picoro, and Spenny93. We have Rise, which is Icons, Thrill, Waluigi, and Sayanisk. We have Project Base Mob, which is Yoshi, Buff, Gentai007, Genti007, and Huds on Problem. We have Team Sweet Revenge, which is Reezy, Dragonite, Ragemore Nerd, and Crazy Tension. We have Players Found, which is Reverbed, Dillipy, Friction Just, and Overload. <clears throat> we have Lux Gaming, which is Boobadoobo, Gilkey, Daniel, Yakolev, and Cloudy Cloud. We have Team Charlie, which is Highlands, Crazy Crazy, Castro Catastrophe, and Scronix. Scr I'm going to go with Scronix. Next, we have Shady at the Door. Kevin Clutch, Vulcan CR, Obnoxious, and Vital. We have Aspire Esports, which is... Is it Kooky Cooks? I think so. We have Slithy. Slightly. Slight. Slight. Oh, there's a T in there. Slightly. Octagon. <laughs> and Splash Magikarp. Next up, we have Team Renown. This is Arctic, Clutch, Clutch Domez, I should say. Augur and... Tom Trastafy. Tom Trastafy. I can't speak today. You, you want to try one more time on that one? No, I don't. Tom Tastrophy? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> what Josh said. All right, then we have Team Serenity, which is Tarzan, Gun-Type, Zerka, and Livewire. We have Reciprocity, which is Lunchbox, Snipe, Down, Roy, and Pistola. We have Mazer Gaming, which is Snakey, Haulers, Fluximus, and Flames, EU. Next, we have the Purple Dragons, which is Sullen, Ashes, Wise, and Hanes. We have Sudja, <laughs> which is Wikachu, How the Flip, Realize G, and Posey XR. Next, we have Team Lutch, which is Pixelized, Braveheart, Patores, and Legend e Legendu. We have Oda Gaming, which is Goku slash OVT class. Oh. No idea. We have Zebret, Braille, and Kadaddle. Next, we have Team Essence, which is Brat Damage, Bittersweet, Ohak. What? You, are, you reading, are you looking at that one too? I'm looking at that one. Yeah, I'm reading along with you. Give it I your got best it. shot. I got it. What is it? Oh, a cutie. Wow. That's clever. <sighs> That's cl You win that one. That's all, right. all you. And Veronica. Nice job. So, it, 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 to ref, so you guys know what I'm looking at here. It's just capital O and then lowercase H-A-Q-T. Yeah. All right. Then we have Unorthodox Gaming, which includes System Stats, Times Night, WT Fate. Like what the fate? And then Checks. 
Next, we have status quo, which is neighbor, flame sword, ace, and assault. It's assault. Oh, okay. There's extra letters at the end. I don't know why. It's, it's assault. <laughs> and next, we have an nif nif. I can't even say. It's infinite. Thank you. <laughs> but it's they uh, whatever. Um, next we have hip, which includes hypnotic corruption, Gumby, and Glocksmith. We have Team Endless, which is Apple Juice, Kazug, Gore, and Neb. And we have Team Rat, which is Astro, King Abyss, Soldier Kid, and Poseidon's BR. We have Team Bandits, which is P Mac, Halusic. Act Big Daddy. And what is Josh, can you read that one? Big Poppy Ortiz or Bib Poppy Ortiz? Bib, Bib Poppy Ortiz. Okay. Yeah. And then we have Team Look Alive, which includes Struggler, Sloji, Godflow, and Raza. And last but not least, we have Tox, which is Eco, APG, Lethal, and Snakebite. So we saw where Zerka lined up. He's on gun types roster. Gun type, yep. If I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. So with all the, the moving around, he ended up on that roster. Yes, he did. We'll see where they ended up when we get to the week one results of the winter series. Yes, sir. That does it for roster mania this week. Which means it's time for COD and other games watch. What do we got, Will? Nothing to report at this time. And that does it for COD and other games. Watch. I just yep. like saying it. That's I, mean, all I can it tell. Is. You, yeah. you enjoy that. I get like get my arms going in there too. Kind of like the Will's Adventures. Speaking of which, it's time for Will's Adventures within the Halo Verse and other games too. Do you see I added that to the notes now? You did. I did. And other games too. Yeah, I did. Yep. All right. Got to keep consistency. Yep. What did you play this week, Will? Or over the last week, I mean. Um, so the usuals, H5, MCC, Sea of Thieves. But the ones I really wanted to talk about was I jumped into the Division 2 beta. What are your thoughts on the Division 2 beta? So I played, I played Division 1, the first one. Yes. A lot of it, actually. Um, I wasn't impressed at all. With... The one division or with, two with the with the new beta. Okay. Did you play one after the update one point eight? I think is what it was called. I uh yeah I did when okay. they when they came out with survival and they did all the extra stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I did. Okay. Um. Not heavily like I did when it first started. Sure. Um. They lost me a little bit in the end game of that, like the going through the story and getting better gear. Yeah. Um. Was fine, but they lost me in the end game. And I don't know what it was, but I jumped in, I played, so I thought it was going to, I thought it was going to be great. I jumped in on PC. Mm -hmm. First off, it doesn't look good. I wasn't impressed with it. Okay. Um, so I, I go through the first mission and they basically tell you, you have to get to the white house. Yes. And I expected it was going to be like this huge fight to get into the White House, right? Like it should have been run down and taken over. You kill like three or four enemies and you're in. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, they should have started this off hot. Get you into the gameplay. No. Um, and you already have control of the White House. Yeah, the people 
who are on your side already have control of the White House. That's like your base of operations for the game. Yeah. I thought that was stupid. That was a stupid <laughs> choice. They should have had you fight for the freaking White House the whole time. You're a, you're a government soldier. How cool would that be to have that as, as a gameplay narrative to I fight agree. back for the White House? Yeah. I thought it was weird, too. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking... I'll get to mine when you're done. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I agree, though. I played a couple other missions. I'm like, yeah, this is pretty much the same thing as the first one. I'm done. <laughs> There's not much added value there. They have new skill trees. Oh, boy. More abilities to use that I don't want to fucking work for. Division 2 hot takes. <laughs> Let's go. The, so I learned a little bit about the end game from watching YouTube videos. And what, what happens when you get to the end game? You unlock more skill trees to go earn. You get you people get, like skill trees. I Will. know, I know. And then you, there's other like you unlock more loot to go get. So once you already get the best shit, oh wait, there's more best shit to get. I don't know. I just I don't want to put that much time and effort into it again. And I was gonna I, say I think we we did the same thing in Destiny. For so often, you know. Yeah, and you know, so I did play through the first division. I went. You know, in the end game, going into the dark zone, trying to get that, that great loot. Yeah. And I just like, I don't know. I don't want to grind for that again. Sure. I've already done it and they really didn't change. Oh, they changed up the dark zone. There's three different zones now. It's, I don't know. There's not much enticing me to this game. Was 1.8 then the division one? Was that where like the Phoenix points came in? The Phoenix credits? Is yeah, that they had called? that. Yeah. So you could get different gear with those two okay was that when that was introduced though probably okay i'm just trying to remember because i didn't play when like i played through the story when the game first came out but i wasn't ever a dark zone guy so i played through the first content and then i just put the game away and never looked back so i didn't play it when the new updates came out and survival and all that yeah it's good to have your perspective on it uh, it might have been more fun with friends as most games are really um but I just, I don't know, something about it, like, there wasn't, it, it didn't have the impact that it should have. Like, there was, when you first start in the Division 1, you know, the disease has spread and you yeah. really don't know what's going on. That had such a large impact, like, what the fuck is happening to New York City? Yeah. And you, that the story was finding it out, yep. finding out what happened. Um, it sounds like there's a, it's going to be the same kind of storyline, but doesn't make me care because I already like went through that. As long I, as it doesn't have the same final boss battle where it's just a fucking dude in a helicopter that you're trying oh. to shoot down. I'm like, that's a really lame way to end this game, but okay, whatever. Yeah, they I feel like the game should have been not I only played the beta, so Right. And we don't know how far along the beta was. Right. Like in development. I have no idea. I feel like I'm sitting on this game hard, but well, I mean, if it I feels... It felt wrong to me. It just didn't feel what I wanted it to be. Then that's... It just... Yeah. Blah. Blah. That's what I'll say. Blah. I'll, I'll, I'll spend my money elsewhere. Same here. So... What else do you play? Um, well, I want to wait until we run through yours, because this is the last point on your list, too. But, of course, I jumped into Apex. Yes. Who didn't? It's what it felt right. feels like. Right. It's what it really feels like. But what do you got? So... Halo 5 MCC, like you said, we did the community play date. It was a good time. Um, Division 2 beta as well. I played... You played on PC. Yes. Okay. I played on Xbox One. Okay. Um, It looked like horse shit. Okay. 
for those for for those listening right now, if you have played Final Fantasy 15 on the Xbox One, you may know what I'm about to talk about. So, Final Fantasy 15 came out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Like PC down the line because it was a it was the Windows version or whatever, but it came out down the line. Either way, the Xbox One version, um, it looks like Vaseline was rubbed over every texture. Okay, it looks gross. The main characters look fine and all that, but every all the environments look like Vaseline was rubbed over it. The textures in the Division Two Private Beta on Xbox One look basically like that. To the point, now, I am playing on a base Xbox One, which means the One S is going to look the exact same, okay? If I was playing on an X, maybe things may have been different. I don't know. But just for the sake of stating this, the amount of time it took for textures to load, I could just completely run past the objects instead of standing there. Like, I tested this because I really wanted to know. I was in one of the um, areas with just a lot of buildings, I guess. And I was going from like checkpoint to checkpoint. Okay. Like, uh, you had to go talk to this person and like gates would open to get you in and out. So I would go up to the gate, it would open. And then I would go, I would just run straight forward into the next little area. And there'd be these trucks at like a stopping point. Okay. And they'd have signs on the trucks. Well, the signs were blurs until I stopped and I waited for them to change. It took a good, I'd say 10 seconds for the texture to pop in. I ain't got time for that shit. So I don't, like like Will said, I don't know how long this beta was in development for, but like, it didn't look good in the slightest. That's what, it, this is my first, so I played The Division on Xbox or PS4 the first time. Okay, I played it on Xbox. So I was really hoping that the PC graphics would pull me in and make me want yeah. to redo this. Yep. Re replay through this type of game and they just didn't have it there and it turned me off turned me kind of sour towards the game. Exactly. Um let's see what else real quick. Uh shooting felt fine. It felt like the division. Mm-hmm. So I mean you can't really expect much to change there. It wasn't bad in the first game. Um But yeah, I'm not after playing through it, I'm like, I'm not in the mood to play any more of this i'm okay like it's going to be there for people and people are going to enjoy it i, I imagine and it, it apparently it has a lot of the changes that happened from the 1.8 update in the first game that's why i keep bringing this up um apparently it had a lot of those quality of life changes and improvements and they ran with it unlike destiny where destiny from the taken king you had so many improvements on the base game and it was what it should have been from the beginning and it seemed like they had a good launching point destiny 2 comes out and they reverted all those fucking changes they changed everything right so at least the division 2 has that going for it right now yeah they took all that community feedback it's already been implemented it looks like it has a great starting off point for things to come um but yeah other than that i like you said i won't be I won't be investing my money or time into this. I'll I'll wait. And I w- I was excited for it. Yeah. Um. I I just wish they would have done something a little different with it. Sure. I just I don't know. The story is not enticing me. Like this, the story was really what enticed me the first time. Like uh, yeah. wasteland, New York City to run through. Yep. And, um. And the shutting the car doors. <laughs> which you can do a lot more of in this game yeah they're all open they are <laughs> i yeah. think there's a statistic that shows how many you've, you've closed really yeah in the second one yeah oh my sure. god 
That's funny. Yeah. That is that is funny. Um, I think they're just playing on that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because why? Why it was from you? the it was from the E three. Yeah, yeah. You like rub up against the door. Yep. And they're like it was next gen door closing physics or some shit. I'm like that's I love it. I love it so. Um, good. but yeah, no, I forgot my train of thought here. What I was saying before. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Um, division two. I lost it. It's gone. It's okay. It's so we talked about Anthem before. Mm-hmm. So EA Origin Access Premier members. That's a fucking mouthful. Hopefully they change that. Uh, the full game unlocks for those subscribers on Friday this week. I will be playing it on Friday. I have Friday off. I might be gaming all day. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. See, my problem, though, is that all the issues that we experienced during that beta's time frame, mm-hmm. it's like, and the things that, so I've been looking a lot more into this, kind of like how when Destiny was coming out, I was so into it, you know? Mm-hmm. I've been looking more and more into this, and a lot of the stuff is really turning me off to it. Like, I'm going to play it regardless, um, but it's just, I hope, I obviously hope that every game's good, but let's say Anthem is not, then hopefully the Division 2 comes out the gate swinging and uh, really lands on its mark. Because that'll be a good way for, that'll be a good game for people to jump over to if they want to get that looter shooter yeah. fix. And see, the, the the funny thing for Division with me is... I was, I had no problems with it before that big update. Like I thought it was fine. And yeah, sometimes, I mean, everyone's in the community says that the changes were for the better, but there was something about it. Like for me, I played through the whole game got used to those settings. And then I put it down because there really wasn't much else for me to do. Then they do the big update. I was like, okay, I'll check out the update. Yeah. Coming back to that many changes without being there through the consistent updates was weird for me. Sure. But, you know, you get used to it again. Um, yeah, I just... Um, this is where I was going with my thought. Go ahead. Those, uh, the sto- like I said, the story is just not pulling me in. And something that The Division, the first game did, is they put out those short videos on YouTube. Of oh, yeah. the live action stuff. Yeah. That was, I thought that was really cool. And they really didn't... They didn't play into, like, the agent this time like they did the first time. Yeah. So... I don't know. It's just not pulling me in like I thought it would. I can understand that. But uh, in the words of HCS Pro Talk, we'll have to wait and see. Will, the big one. We yeah. play, We both played Apex Legends together yeah. for quite some time. And uh, I can't believe I'm saying it. We've got one. We have found a BR that I actually enjoy playing wholeheartedly enjoy playing who knew that all it would take is titanfall's gameplay in order to loop me in well here's here's something i wanted to say too is that it's less players yes 60 uh, 60 yep smaller map yes i like it and i think that's what makes it so enticing is that we we've, we've had games where we did have to run for a while to get to the circle and we didn't run into many people but there are some games where it's like battle, 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 battle. Yep. Because it's there's so many people and in, in the a smaller event, area. Right. And in the event that we don't engage with a lot of people, there always seems like there's more things to grab. Because when we're moving towards that circle, we usually always find a building that hasn't been looted yet 
or an area that hasn't been looted yet, or maybe an area that has that there were just things that we found that we can utilize. Yeah, something maybe maybe someone didn't want the turbocharger. Right. But we I run that gun, the devotion. Yep. And that oh, that gun is people shit on that gun. It is amazing. I think it's I that's it though. I think it's amazing with the turbocharger. Sure. I think that's what people love it for the most. Like but I've how, seen that thing shred. But how many turbochargers do you find just laying on the ground during a game? There is enough out there. Sure. If you pick up that gun, you mm, mm. see. I always feel I'm a peacekeeper guy, right? I'm one of those oh, people. Oh, I, I okay? agree. It's a great yeah, gun. But when you you always find, um, is it the compensator? Is that what it is? Or most of the time, yeah. yeah the, you always find it. Like I always find it. The choke. That's what the it's choke. Called. Yes. Yeah, that makes it so you can have the charge shot. Yep. Yeah, I feel like it's always, no matter, like every game that I at least get a peacekeeper in, I feel like it's always there. So, I don't know. I love it. What are your thoughts on Apex Legends, Will? It's a good game. Um, the it's it's fun for me right now. What I've, what what's happened to me in battle royales is that. It generally starts off hot. I'm fine playing. I dive in and then it just fizzles out. Fizzles out. Sure. Um, with the amount of cosmetics they came out with on launch, the fact that there's so many legends to play with, if you're not in my squad, I now main lifelink. I love her. Um, I, love I still her. need to get used to throwing my drone out as much as possible because sure. like last game, me and my teammate were running. I'm like, Oh shit, you're at half health. Let's go to this building. And we, yep. I could have healed you like five minutes ago when we were back there. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's really fun. It's addicting. It's, it's, it's addicting. Especially after you get like, like you want to grind for that first win. And once you get it, you're like, I want more. Yep. I want another one. I'm going to get another one. So we played. Oh my God. What? We played all night Friday night basically yeah and it was it was getting rough at the end yeah we were, i agree we were getting close but we couldn't finish out games yep. a lot of close top two placings yeah. never could edge out that win mm-hmm. so will and i went to sleep on friday night okay and we both dreamt we both dreamt that we would that we won a game or two i didn't dream that i won oh. i was just i was just dreaming that i was playing oh still. i dreamt i won twice so saturday morning rolls around will texts me Hey, are we getting on? And I'm like, fuck yeah, we're getting on. <laughs> so we both get out of bed, immediately get on the game. And it was our first game, wasn't it? Yeah, first game of the day. Yep, first game of the day and we won. Yep. You got a dream to believe. <laughs> um, it felt so good. Yep, and then we won a, a second one shortly after. Yep. And we won another one once we had another member join our squad. It was Maddie, wasn't Maddie it? Maddie Rums, yeah. yeah. Shout out to you, Maddie. Shout out to Noob Combo. Um, but wasn't it, one of the games we like, we were rolling up near the end of the game. We hadn't engaged with many people during the game, but at the very end, we saw two squads engaging. It was, we were top three already, mm-hmm. right? There are three squads left, including us. The, uh, the last, the other two squads are engaging with one another. We're hanging back, just waiting to see what's going on. Right. This is when we, we get them in the choke point. We run back to the circle. Yep. Okay. So. There's there's a lot of choke points on the map, is what Will and I have come to find out, because we get stuck in them quite often, is that there are a lot of choke points in between rocks, 
Okay. Oh yeah. Yes. Luckily we got one of them this time. So both of the squads were engaging. One of them dies. We decide to make a move while they're engaging. We get through, we get to the choke point and realize that, and Will says, oh shit, they need to come to us. Why don't we just hang back at the circle? I'm like, oh my God, it's a great idea. So we get back to the circle. It's in closing. This dude just comes running straight towards us. <laughs> yep. Not like just straight running, not nothing, looking around, just nothing. beelining it. Laser beam focused on going right forward to us. So we, we kill him. And then there was one guy left and uh, we take him down as well. And we won the game. Took him down with the devotion. He was hanging out. It was, uh, it was in the corner, so wasn't he? The wraith, it was Wraith that ran straight at us. Mm-hmm. Took her down because she didn't stop running. Yeah. And then the zipline dude, I forget his name, Pathfinder. Yes. Was like coming around the corner like, oh shit, my teammate's down. He hopped behind a rock. But then he didn't strafe. He didn't move. He just like nope. stood there firing at me. So I just fired right back at his head because he couldn't hit his shots, unfortunately. <laughs> And plus I had Josh, so I knew I was good. Yep. And we just, I got we, your back, bro. We mowed, him, we mowed him down. We did. It, it was great. That was our first win. The, the, so, it felt so good, too. Mm-hmm. I was screaming, man. Well, our teammate went down early in that game, didn't he? Yes. And um, I think we were engaged long enough where we couldn't get his tag to revive him. Correct. Yep. So he left. Did they, he? I think he left. Okay. Or did we start the game with two? Either way. We had a lot of those where we just, people would leave and yeah. we'd start with t- Well, uh, the person that two. yelled at me. Oh, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're not running back and trying to get him. That was my fault, though. That was totally on me. I didn't realize that the time frame was so low. I mean, it's not but, low, but like I waited so long that the time frame was low at that point. Okay. I couldn't get back. But here's the thing. We were engaged with that. He had two gone down squads. first. Two there other squads. Two other were there. squads in the area, and we were just maneuvering to stay alive. If yes. you went for his tag, we would have been mowed down. Yep. And that would have been two of us down. Most likely three of us down and game's over. Yeah, it was tough. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's really all it takes is those choke points and making sure you're in position. Yep. And um, yeah, it was that that, fir- that first one was so good after a long night of playing. Yep. So we like I felt I found that our play style is we engage when we need to, not like if we want to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we we play conservatively, but we do it well. Okay. So later on, on that sun, yeah, on Sunday, right? Yeah. I played with a couple people, um, who played aggressively like a summit, like a shroud, you know, they just want to get the fuck in there and get kills. Mm -hmm. I wasn't used to that style of play at all. So we'd get guns and whatnot. And like, I, I'd pin a squad and I'd say, oh, they're up there. They just start going. I'm like, whoa, whoa, are we engaging? Like, hell yeah, we're engaging. I'm like, okay, yep, let's go. This is going to be awkward as hell. But yeah, it, it worked out for the most part. It was just funny. See, it's it's funny that I play aggressive when I'm not playing with friends. I play kind of the opposite. Like, yeah, if, normally, yeah, if you if you see a squad, I just would run at them. Like, let's go, guys. Like, I'd start running. Hell yeah. Um, I got to do more of that. Yeah, and you might die sometimes because you... But it is, it is what it is. It's the only way to get better is by shooting at people. So yeah, that's, that was kind of, when I first started playing PUBG, yeah. I was so passive that when it came down to the end, I couldn't hit my shots Sure, because I hadn't had the practice with the weapons and they didn't have like a training or practice mode. It's just jumping and go. Yeah. So I just started landing military base every time, grabbing a weapon and trying to survive. And that's really where you learn how to use the weapons, what attachments are best. And right. Um, I love that in 
Apex, it's so easy to pick up what you need. Yes. And it was so easy. And the great thing is, is like, if you have something lower, lower tiered or higher tiered, it yep. tells you. Yep. The game Perfect. doesn't allow you to pick up bad stuff. Yeah. If you have better stuff equipped, yeah. which is so nice. It's not, you don't waste your time looking, oh wait, do I have a purple mag or do right. I, you know. And that pinging system is unbelievably good. Yeah. Like I, I was talking to Dom about this at work. I'm so surprised that nobody's implemented something like that to that degree in any game yet. Well, what people are doing, like what you do in PUBG is you just mark, you open the map, mark where they are on the map, and then the ping shows up in the compass. Sure. But like this is, this is so much more beneficial. You can set up different types of pings. Oh yeah. So on and so forth. It just well, works. The thing with BRs is most of them, most of them, like H1Z1, PUBG, they're kind of more on the realistic side. Yeah. Where this is, this is something different. This is pure fun. It, it is almost just pure fun. Yep. And... Uh, I'm worried if they try to make it competitive that like, oh, all of a sudden we need weapon balances. The shotgun shouldn't shoot this far. No, that's what's great about like the peacekeeper. Well, I I think they'll nerf that. Like that gun's fucking like pretty beefy. No, it needs to stay that way. It what it, it needs to get buffed. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's what makes the game fun and exciting though is like not everything needs to be what is expected to be if they want the gun to be like that that's how they should make it sure i thought there was plenty of testing that was done with this game uh -huh. where if they wanted that adjusted they should have adjusted it already we have an apex legends hot take from will i, I got a few of them already you do you Division, do apex man we're keeping the ball rolling um the last point i wanted to hit on with apex is uh i play with a controller on pc and guess what will it feels fucking great. You said uh, some of the squads you played with were um, like... What? Shocked. You, yeah. Yeah, they were shocked. So uh, after a couple of the wins that we got with squads that did not include Will, um, j just for the sake of like people understanding, uh, because you already know that I play with a controller. When we got to the end, like I would have maybe six or seven kills or so, and I would say, um, I would say that like, yeah, thank God for the controller or something to that effect. And they would stop and they'd be like, wait, you, you, you're playing with a controller right now. I'm like, yeah. They're like, wait, are you, are you serious? Like you're actually playing with a controller right now. And I'm like, yeah, I'm playing with an Xbox one elite controller right now. They're like, holy shit. They're like, yeah, They're like we really couldn't even tell and see, I can't turn as fast as somebody with a mouse, obviously, but I feel so much more comfortable having a controller in my hands. Like, now let's let's preface this by stating I use a mouse and keyboard for like Overwatch and other games that require it. Okay, PUBG mouse and keyboard, right? Um, Overwatch mouse and keyboard. When I play Counter Strike, if I ever play Counter Strike, mouse and keyboard, right? Duh, easy. But there's something that's so intuitive about the way looting in this game works, the way the movement in this game works. Just, I feel so much more comfortable using a controller that I can, I hit my shots. It, that's not an issue whatsoever. It's easier for me to ping and call things out. And I feel I'm a better teammate by using it. And since I'm more comfortable with it, that's what I use. It feels great. I, I am curious at how the UI all works on a controller. Destiny. It's just like destiny. It's well, the cursor. You move the cursor around. 
Oh, sure. So if you're looting, you open a box and you move the cursor to what you want. Yep. Okay, so you could technically loot faster if you're on a PC. Because yes. you could just scroll and click, click, click and yep. get out of there. But You like, can still scroll pretty quickly on a controller by using sure. the right stick. Sure. So people don't even notice that you're using a controller, which is awesome. Yep. The only thing that I have noticed is that by using a controller, I don't believe I can move and loot at the same time. You know, like uh, people do the weeble wobble. Yep. Yeah, I don't think I can do that. Yep, makes sense. So that, if that you was, play against me, you'll definitely see me playing on a controller because I'll just be sitting there. That's <laughs> that's kind of what I uh, when I played PUBG for the first time yeah. on Xbox. I tried to wiggle. I'm like, oh wait, I can't do this. Yep. Like yep. I'm, I'm just yeah. Nope. You can't do the weeble wobbles. And honestly, you only should be looting if you're safe to loot anyway. That's what I do. It's exactly what I do. There. So the last game that I played in. One kind of broke my heart. I carried the team. I was the kill leader for the whole match. God damn. Um, I got a squad. We landed in an area or our jump master pinged an area. And we're all like, okay. Sweet. He fudged the jump. So we, we, <laughs> we, we divert, right? We land in like the swamp area and okay. like there's two other squads there. We're, Do the three of you divert or? Yeah, we're all together. Okay. Like okay, none good. of us broke off. Okay, good. Um, I hate when that happens. So... I, we get guns and this other team pushes us. Um, I get a squad wipe right away. I wipe. I got all three of them. Nice job. Um, mainly because my teammates were looting and I'm like, no, they're here. I need to shoot. Yep. Okay. Somehow worked around them. I've never, like, it was my first like complete squad wipe. I was just like, holy shit. That's when you um, texted me, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. Um, so, uh, our, one of our teammate ends up going down and dying. The other teammate picks up the the card or whatever. Yep. Um, I've go, I went down like three times in this in this because like I said there was two squads right, there, yeah. so the other squad rolled up. Um. We. So how did this play out? I'm trying to think. So the other squad rolled up. We get we engaged. I went down a couple times. The other teammate saved me. Great. We end up. He's a pathfinder. He shoots a zipline. We just get the fuck out of there. It's, Great. It's two v three. While we're. The, the only reason we were able to is because a third squad that wasn't us rolled up on them. Oh, my God. So we ziplined, got out of there. So Ooh, I'm like, okay. all right, let's get our teammate back in the game. We yep. go to loot more at this other location that has a beacon. Teammate doesn't revive him and the circle close, is closing in. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, pinging it. He just like walks up to it and walks away. I'm like, pinging it. We, <laughs> nothing. So we, I looted the, the buildings and we booked it. Again, I am going towards another station. Oh, we no. get there. I'm pinging it, and he doesn't revive the teammate. And I watched him pick up the card. I know he has it. He, I just don't think he knew what the hell to do. What an asshole. Um, it shows up with a prompt. Uh, yeah. So it Even was, on controller. It was, <laughs> it was just us two for the rest of the game, even though I took him to another one after that to try to get him to revive our teammate. Um, I think I ended up with like seven kills by the end, seven or eight kills the end of the game i was the kill leader for the whole match um we ended up coming in second which i was not happy about so if we, only you would have had that extra teammate yep and we we were um so final three squads the last two were engaged i roll up the teammate sitting back because he had a long-range weapon yeah so it makes sense i i had the lmg and a peacekeeper what do you know love um it. love it so I roll up on the last two squads fighting and I'm just watching them fight and cause they have to come to me to the circle, which is great. Yep. Um, one of the other teammates spots me. So I'm like, shit, now I got to fight. 
Um, one of their teammates was down, so I shot at the other guy. He disappeared around the corner. I thirsted the teammate that was down. And then the squad, the other squad kept on wipe or fighting. So they took out one of the squads. So then at that point, it was 2v2. Um, I'm shooting at one of the teammates. They're like flanking around. There was a big wall in front of us. Yep. And I get one of the teammates down. The one that flanked downed our teammate. And I was at like 30% health. I'm like, crap. Me again. Sure. Me with 30% health because I was the only one engaging for a while. Right. Our teammate, I don't think, hit anybody. I was the only one getting shots. So they they are able to get the teammate from behind. I'm trying to um, to heal up. When I see, I cancel as soon as I see him pop around the corner. I like headshotted them a couple times, but I took two bullets and went down. I was so mad. I was like, I, I freaking fought this whole time. Teammate didn't revive anyone. I should have had that win if I had anybody else with me. <laughs> if you would have that teammate with you. Yeah. But no, it was it was thrilling to be in that position yeah. and to have it's it's just a fun game. It's a great game. It's so fun. Okay. We uh I'm feel like we've rambled on long enough about Apex Legends. Yeah, I think that's that's all I got to. I'm going to be playing more of it. I'm excited. Oh, me too. I'm really excited. The thing is, is I really should be jumping into Halo to practice for Halo Bowl. We can do that too. We can do both. It's, it's going to be Apex. <laughs> if, if you wake up on a Saturday, you're going to be like, yo, Apex over, yo, Halo at this point. Yo, Apex slow. Apex slow. One hour Apex, one hour Halo. <laughs> Three hours Apex, one hour Halo. Oh, okay. Got it. Kill. Okay. We're in there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, the game's really good, though. Um, Will? Yeah? It's time for the news. Oh, boy. First and foremost, Halo Outpost Discovery has been announced. This is an article by 343 Industries over at HaloWaypoint.com, and I quote, One of our favorite things about the Halo franchise are the many ways to experience its rich setting, from the games themselves to the dozens of novels, live action and animated films, comics, and more, that have been created and crafted over almost two decades. Today, we're excited to give fans a brand new way to experience and immerse themselves in this beloved science fiction universe. Welcome to Halo Outpost Discovery. Halo Outpost Discovery is a touring fan experience for all ages that brings the Halo video game universe to life like never before. This weekend-long event lets you step into Halo's vast and epic world with enthralling themed attractions, interactive in-universe encounters, the latest playable game releases, and so much more. Experience details, ticket information, and more are available right now at HaloOutpostDiscovery.com. Whether you're a Halo veteran or co uh, completely new to the franchise, Halo Outpost Discovery offers numerous experiences designed with everyone in mind. Featuring more than 300,000 square feet of activities designed to celebrate all things Halo, this weekend-long adventure will begin touring summer 2019, appearing at five major metropolitan areas across the United States in its first year. The dates and locations are as followed. July 5th through the 7th is in Orlando, Florida. July 19th through the 21st is in Philadelphia. August 2nd to the 4th is in Chicago. August 16th through the 18th is in Houston. And August 30th to September 1st is in Anaheim. 
Explore the ring experience, get up close and personal with a real-life warthog, battle fellow recruits in an epic laser tag arena, experience thrilling in-universe encounters with the latest simulation and VR technologies, and much, much more. Take advantage of hundreds of game stations to play, compete, and explore the storied Halo game series. Attend one of our many themed panels, meet the creators, special guests, and learn how the Halo universe is made, or take in part in one of the many available community events to learn how to livestream gameplay or build an epic cosplay costume. To bring this experience to life, we've partnered with uh, Hershend Live, one of the world's leading and most renowned attraction and immersive experience creators. From the Harlem Globetrotters to Dollywood, the entertainment experts at Hershend have delighted people of all ages for decades and are extremely excited to help us immerse you in the universe like never before. We can't wait to share with you more in the, in the coming months and look forward to seeing you and your family's boots on the ground at Halo Outpost Discovery later this year. Head to HaloOutpostDiscovery.com and at HaloOutpost on Twitter for the latest official news, ticket information, and more on the Halo Outpost Discovery Summer Experience. For all things Halo, stay tuned to Halo Waypoint and at Halo on Twitter. Will, before we get into our announcement, we have this next piece that we're going to read through, okay? The next piece of news is the Halo Community Update. This is posted by, how do you say it, Will? Unishek. Thank you very much, Will. First and foremost, we have a little bit more Halo Outpost Discovery information. The Hall of History. The beating heart of Halo Outpost Discovery is the Hall of History, where you immerse yourself in the achievements and tribulations of humanity through a combination of, information, of informative graphics, artifacts, and tangible visuals pulled directly from the Halo franchise. Featuring everything from United Nations Space Command, UNSC, weapons and accessories, uniforms, and icon an iconic-to-scale warthog, life size sculptures and more this exuberant tour of the halo universe is the perfect introduction to your journey and the hall of history new and experienced halo fans alike will will find something to discover next up vr training grounds through the lens of virtual reality teams of three will get to experience what it takes to be a spartan in an immersive halo themed combat training environment pelican training step into the pelican training simulation an interactive experience that will require your practice with teamwork and decision-making skills while giving you an opportunity to get hands-on with some of the UNSC's most battle-hardened hardware. Post-exchange. If you're looking for a unique retail space that has one-of-a-kind Outpost Discovery products, memorabilia, and collectibles, look no further. The Post-exchange offers a wide variety of exclusive items so you don't want to miss out. Combat Deck. Experience the rush of playing Halo in real life with this Halo-themed laser tag combat deck. Danger is present around every corner as attendees use their cunning and coordination to win this fast-paced, squad-based, pulse-pounding activity. Two teams of up to 20 go head-to-head -head for a chance to claim victory in the ultimate Big Team Battle experience. Teams of 20? Holy shit. 300,000 square feet, baby! Damn. I mean, not, not all laser tag, obviously. That'd be pretty fucking crazy, that, though. That'd be a crazy laser tag experience. <laughs> It'd be like, um, what is it, Death Island in Halo 1? The silent cartographer mission. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Um, and then finally, the ring experience. This experience lets attendees explore the story of the mysterious Halo array through artifacts that leap off the levels and pages of some of your favorite Halo titles. At the center of the ring experience is a visually immersive, multi-projector, dome-based theatrical experience featuring a never-before-seen exploration of a Halo ring, giving fans a brand new appreciation for the sheer scale and magnitude of these ancient installations. Will... Before we move on, what are your thoughts on Halo Outpost Discovery? It sounds sick. Like, oh, so good. It does sound really cool. I want to know, can I jump in that life-size warthog? 
I want to like climb on the turret and stand up there all <laughs> awkwardly and move like uh, move just side to side with the well, turret. Well, maybe we can see if you could do that. Do you want to tell the listeners where we're going to be? We are going to be at Halo Outpost Discovery. Which one? Chicago. That it's is the closest correct. one to us, so it's the, the one we can make. Yes, that is correct. So, Will and I being in Minnesota, we're going to take the road trip over to Chicago in August. So, uh, if you're listening to the show and you're going to be at the Chicago Halo Outpost Discovery, we hope to see you there and uh, we can meet up, grab some food, have some fun conversations. Hey, Justin. Justin. Be there. I'm going to say that. Be there. Please do. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. We're going to be there all three days of the event. Yep, we will be. So, uh, plenty of Halo action to get into. It's going to be a great time. And, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I'm not too lore-based, and I feel like this might be a little bit more lore-heavy, so it'll be nice to learn some things. This is your f- technically your first event. To, uh, if you want to call it an I event. I mean, I know it's not competitive, but it's your first Halo event. It is. We yeah. Nerd out a bit. It's going to be fun as hell. So anybody listening to the show, if you're going to be at the Chicago Halo Outpost Discovery event in August, let us know. We want to meet up. We want to talk. We want to shoot the shit. It's going to be a great time. We hope to see you there. We should find a way to signify us when we're there. Like t-shirts, perhaps? Oh, boy. Giant HCS Pro Talk (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts. We should get like cardboard cutouts of our heads. You know, like the giant ones. We just hold them up or some <laughs> shit. I don't even know. As we're walking around. Like, how bad would that be? Like, literal cardboard copies of ourselves. Just a, like high above our heads so yeah. you can see us through the crowd. Yep. Standing in line. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think, I think we're on to something, Will. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, it's going to be exciting. And then we're going to have, eventually, we're going to have DJ Blue, who is one of the organizers of this event, um, who works for the Harlem Globetrotters as well. Um, we'll have him on the show to discuss anything and everything he can about Halo Outpost Discovery. So stay tuned for that. We'll have more information on that later. Um, all right. Keeping on with the community update, Halo 5. Last Thursday, Head to Head launches a ranked playlist. Roaming King returned to Halo 5 for the second time and Warzone Turbo made its usual end of the month appearance. While last week was fairly busy, it looks like the rest of February will also be quite active as well. Let's break it down with a good old fashioned bullet point list. I love me some bullet point lists, Will. I do. February 7th, which was last week, Mythic Shoddy Snipers rotates in for Action Sack. If you have any last bits of feedback on Action Sack, be sure to leave it in the matchmaking feedback and discussion forum. February 12th, Warzone XP Boost Pack returns. So if you want to play your Warzone, which Will and I will not be doing, you can get your uh, XP Boost Packs. February 14th, Community Doubles returns for Valentine's Day. These community-made maps have received updates since their debut in November and should be prepared to enter ranked doubles on March 5th when the spring 2019 season rolls around. Jumping on Halo 5 during this Valentine's Day weekend will earn you a free giftable Valentine's Day pack. In case you weren't, uh, in case it wasn't clear ahead of time, you're supposed to give this to your doubles partner. <laughs> I'd hope so. I mean, why wouldn't you? February 14th, Warzone Assault returns for the weekend. February 21st, Halo 3 Classic Throwback rotates in for Roaming King. February 28th, Warzone Turbo returns for the weekend. And finally, March 5th, the spring 2019 arena season begins. 
We're slowly working towards establishing a schedule for Warzone Turbo and Warzone Assault, which some of you have picked up on. We wanted to monitor the health of both playlists when in this rotation before locking it in as an official plan. Since they both continue to perform well, we'll be trying to run Warzone Assault during the middle weekend of each month and Warzone Turbo on the last weekend of each month. That means Warzone players should keep an eye out for one or the other rotating in every other weekend. Halo MCC, the next content update. The MCC team mentioned in their next uh, content update is coming along nicely and will add lots of goodness while simultaneously fixing some pesky problems such as IP masking. I can't make any promises on a release date just yet, but please know that they're working hard to continue the positive trend. And finally, Will, we got some Halo Infinite stuff. Kinda. Last week, we announced that Justin Robbie, it's Robbie, right? I think it's Robbie. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'd go with. Yeah. Would be joining us at the studio in a newly created position, Director of Player Voice. He joined me on the 343 social stream, you can catch the rebroadcast at the link they provide, and we talk about his role, how he got in the industry, and plenty more. Now I think the only remaining thing for him to do is introduce himself and his role in a community update. Robbie, want to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you'll be doing here at 343? Thanks, John. What a great question. It's funny. Since the announcement of me joining the team about a week ago, I've gotten to see what everyone else's perspective is on what my role will be and their expectations on what this means for the game. Some feel I should give them my number and take calls day and night. Others think I literally decide who gets to play the voice of Master Chief. I guess that's a way to interpret Director of Player Voice. The majority of the community, though, understands fundamentally that I'm on the team, as a director or leader, to represent the diverse group of players who interact with Halo now, in the past, and in the future. Regardless of people's perception, which has been energizing and uh, what has been energizing is how excited the community is about having someone represent them for Halo Infinite. The director of player voice role is very multifaceted. It's about becoming a unifying voice that takes in all the different ways we gather player feedback. That means working with community, esports, flighting, test, and multitude of other avenues we use to collect feedback from the player. Then using those perspectives to ensure the player is heard and represented in the design and production of the game as it moves through development. It's also about ensuring that the game is verified against actual players in both very public and very behind closed doors methods, depending upon what avenue make the most sense for the game and where it is at in development. This role represents a shift that has been happening in 343 for a while, and I know many of you who have been following the work we have been doing on Halo the Master Chief Collection. It's critical to our success both as a studio and for Halo Infinite. Now I know words are cheap and I have seen some of that feedback already, so it's about showing you, and we will. So stay tuned and you will start to see ways in which you can find ways to engage and ensure the feedback is heard. In the meantime, I've been watching your videos on YouTube, hanging out in the Halo Discord server, reading threads on Waypoint and Reddit, and of course all the feedback I'm seeing on Twitter and social media. It's not going to be perfect, we are going to make mistakes but you guys are a critical part of making Halo Infinite great. That's the part that excites me. So, thank you for the warm welcome, and now it's time for us to get to work. Thanks for jumping in and giving us some more insight as to how you're approaching the role. I'm ready to get back to work too. I'm glad that he was in that update, provided the community with what his role actually is, and that way, I said it before, when we announced that he got the position, be nice. <laughs> be nice to him he wants to do what's best for us and the community as a whole so be nice Will Halo Lone Wolf Issue 2 is out right now and I quote Linda058 is back in action with the second issue of her comic miniseries 
Halo Lone Wolf. Pick up your copy in stores or online today. Next up, we have an MCC playlist update for February 6th, 2019. This is posted by Postums himself over on Halo Waypoint, and I quote, Good morning, MCC players. Today, on February 6th, we have a new playlist update focusing on updating various game types across the board in both social and competitive matchmaking games. These updates focus on feedback that has been given from the community and making some improvements to help increase the fun factor for the various playlists. For social games, 4v4 Halo 3 Assault. One Bomb Assault has been added for Ghost Town and Orbital. Halo 3 4v4 Assault Neutral Bomb is replacing Multi-Bomb Assault on Citadel, Heretic, and Isolation. 8v8 Halo 3 King of the Hill added Crazy King to Valhalla, Rat's Nest, Standoff, and Longshore. How about some competitive games? Well, for Halo 3 Team Arena, Neutral Bomb has replaced Multi-Bomb on Heretic and Isolation. And Halo 3 Team Arena Blackout Oddball, an exploit to get out of the map, has been fixed. And finally, a global change, Halo 3 Epilogue on Epitaph. The Brute Shot has been placed on the top mid-floating platform to align with the legacy behavior. Will, that does it for some regular news. How about some competitive news, Will? What do we got, Josh? First and foremost, Team Beyond announces their own Halo 3 tournament. This is a tweet from Team Beyond, and I quote, We heard people were itching for high-stakes classic Halo. Announcing the February hashtag Beyond Classic Halo 3 4v4. Halo 3 on MCC, a $2,000 prize pool, and it's free to enter. You can register at the link provided in the tweet. Next up, signups are nearly at an end for the Europa Halo Draft Cup. A tweet from Europa Halo and a quote, Signups will close on Wednesday night after our podcast show on Twitch. We'll then announce captains by the weekend and a draft broadcast shortly after. Finally, we have some upcoming tournaments. This is all found over at noobcombo.com slash events. So shout out to you once again, Maddie. Here are the upcoming tournaments. Tuesday, February 12th. That means the day this show releases. The Calgary Esports League Halo 3 MCC 4v4 is going to be taking place. Next up on Saturday, February 16th, we have the Grind Break Esports Cafe Halo 3 4v4 and the Salt Flats 2019 Halo NHE 2v2. Finally, on Sunday, February 17th for this week, we have the Halo Project Brazil Halo 5 Free-For-All, and the T-Beyond Halo 3 4v4. So for those paying attention there, that's right, a Brazil Halo 5 tournament is going to be taking place. You read that correctly. You heard that correctly. Crazy. It's going to be insane. Will, that does it for the news! Will's got to write down the timestamp. And we're back. All right, Will. You see, I didn't include something in the show notes. Because we don't have them. So. There, there are no scrims this week. There you go. <laughs> what do we got for some tournaments, Will? All right. Let's start off with the Halo Draft League match results. Let's get into it. We will again announce team names and rosters along with the series. So. First off, we had Casually Filthy go up against You're in Trouble. Casually Filthy included Abstract Kid, Takedown, Hero Walrus, great name, and Veronica. You're in Trouble was Boomy, Corsecrate, Spectra, and Turney. Game 1, Capture the Flag on Truth. 
2 1 to You're in Trouble. Game 2 was Slayer on Plaza. 50 to 19 going to Casually Filthy. Game 3 was a Strongholds on Plaza. 100 to 38 going to Casually Filthy. And Game 4 was Oddball on Eden. 150 to 57 going to You're in Trouble to bring it to Game 5, which was a Slayer on Truth. It was 50 to 33. Casually Filthy takes home the series 3 2. That, for being a Game 5 series, Game 1 was the only close one. Yeah, it was really back and forth. Yeah, everything else is a blowout for each team. Casually Filthy was stronger in Slayer for sure. Yep. They dominated that Strongholds, which I feel like Strongholds, even if you're a good team, can get snowbally if you oh, sure. wrong things happen at the wrong time. Oh, yeah, and if you're able to hold a triple cap for a long enough time, it's like that game is basically over at that point. I mean, anything's possible. We've seen some dramatic comebacks, as we'll talk about in the community play date. But, like, that was, it's just, it's ridiculous. Ooh, all right, and then we then had You're in Trouble going up against Scars Esports. Roster for You're in Trouble was Sphere, Corsa Crate, Spectra, and Ox. Scars had Collapse, Lava, Fireboy, and Fluriously. Here we go. Game one, capture the flag on Kali. 3-0 going to You're in Trouble. Game two, Slayer on Plaza. 50-35 going to Scars Esports. Game three was Strongholds on Plaza, 100 to 27 going to Scars. Game four was Oddball on Question Mark. Oh, I forgot. It's H- one of the Forge maps. Echelon or Fisher? Fish is woo. one of those maps. It was 150 <laughs> to 36 going to Scars Esports. Scars takes it three to one. Next up, Safety's Off versus Scars. So Scars roster was the same. Safety's Off was Pro Shot, Holic, I Am Tooth, and Nader Hater. Game one, capture the flag on truth. Three to one going to Scars. Game two, Slayer on Plaza. 100 to 54 going to safeties off. Game three was a Strongholds on Plaza. 100 to 54 going to safeties off. And game four was a oddball on Eden. 150 to 143. Close game going to safeties off. Did you see I fucked up that Slayer game too? Series score was three to one. You, um, uh, yeah, you said 100 to 54. Yeah, that's a big Slayer game right there that that's, I fucked up. Um, that's why like... I'm yeah. sorry. I took like two. I knew. I knew I was missing something. Um, but the things that I wanted to say real quick about those last two series. So EU were in trouble against Scars Esports. EU, you were in trouble. Get that hot three zero to start things off, right? And then Scars are like, Nah, man. Sorry, buds. And they just sw- like they destroy them in those last three games. Yeah. They're- and the same thing happened basically in that. Uh, safety's off versus Scars Esports matchup too. There's, I'm wondering if they're like not warming up because I've noticed that too when, if I just jumped into an arena game without warming up, without doing anything, it's, that first game's a little rough. Sure, it could be. So maybe they're just like, we know we're good enough, but we're not even going to practice and then they jump in and then. I have no idea. Or they don't warm up, not practice, so to say. No idea. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next game. It was Safety's Off versus Stay Trippin'. Uh, roster for Safety's Off stayed the same. Stay Trippin' roster includes Benji, Floppy, LD50, and Neo Shooter. So here we go. Game one, capture the flag on Coliseum, 3 0 to Safety's Off. Game two, Slayer on Plaza, 50 to 32, going to Stay Trippin'. Game three was Strongholds on Eden, 100 to 52, going to Safety's Off. Game four was an oddball on Eden, 150 to 56, going to Safety's Off for a series score of 3 to 1. Going to safety's off. 
Next, we had Scars Esports and Stay Trippin'. Rosters is the same as the previous two we've read. So here we go. Game one, capture the flag on true. Three to two going to Scars Esports. Game two was Slayer on the Rig. 50 to 35 going to Scars. And game three was Strongholds on Plaza. 100 to 83, hot 3-0 for Scars Esports. VODs will be included within the Google Doc in the show notes. So standings. And we have our playoff pitcher. Here we go. Taking the first seed. And I believe... Did they clinch... Um, a first-round bye? A first-round bye? I think they did, yeah. So safety's off comes in first place, going 8-1 and one on the season. Casually Filthy came in second at a 7-1. and one. Third was Stay Trippin' going 7-2. and two. Scars Esports in fourth at 7-2. and two. Fifth was No Mercy going 4-4. Four and four. And sixth was Spellbound Gaming going 4-5. and five. And this was all based off of win percentage. So you hear all the, um, the amount of games didn't add up completely. Um, so the percentage was 89 for safeties off, 88 for safe, casually filthy, 78 for stay tripping, 78 for scars, um, 50% for no mercy and 44 for spellbound gaming. So good luck to them in the playoffs. You're in trouble in fusion, Sierra and harmony. Good luck next time around. I think they're going to have signups for the next season really soon, too. So if you guys aren't part of that Halo Draft League Discord yet, please join that up. Because they, they have eight they have uh, eights going on all the time, too. Yeah, even if not not like competitive, but just yep. eights to play. Yep, if you're just looking to play some Halo, then uh, definitely join that Discord up as well. And there's always people ready ready to hop in. Josh, do you want to read through the AGLA Winter League 2019 results? I would love to, Will. Thank you. So first and foremost, we had TBD going up against SML08 All-Stars plus Kazink. Game store was uh, 5-4 TBD. Next up was Lumbridge White Knights going up against the All-Stars and Kazink. It was 5-4 going to Lumbridge White Knights. Next up was Straight Griffin versus We Respect Hose with a Z. Game score was 5-4 going to Straight Griffin. Couple, a few close games there to start things off. Let's see where this goes. Collateral damage went up against Stat Patters United. Game score, eh, unfortunately, the Stat Patters United forfeited the game. So, collateral damage, you get a free win. Next up, we had Re-Respect Hose with a Z going up against All-Stars in Kazink. It was a hot 5-0 for Re-Respect Hose. Rooster Bucks to Blow going up against Necrobonk. 5-0, Rooster Bucks to Blow. Shadow Realm went up against Collateral Damage. Another hot 5-0 going to Shadow Realm. Team Ninja versus Pork Chop Sandwiches. Game score, 5-2 going to Team Ninja. TBD went up against the Lumbridge White Knights. 5-2 going to TBD. Way to Fail going up against Necrobonk. Game score, hot 5-0 going to Way to Fail. Straight Griffin went up against the All-Stars plus Kazink. It was 5-1 going to Straight Griffin. All-Stars and Kazink going up against Way to Fail. The All-Stars revert back to their winning form. Take the game in a hot 5-4. Next up was Necrobonk going up against Re-Respect Hose. Necrobonk winning 5-3. Then we had the Shadow Realm going up against Team Ninja. 
Actually, we got a lot of hot 5-0s to go, so here we go. Shadow Realm versus Team Ninja 5-0 Shadow Realm. Rooster Bucks to Blow going up against Pork Chop Sandwiches. Rooster Bucks to Blow win with a 5-0. Never Let Go going up as Collateral Damage. Never Let Go with a 5-0. Rooster Bucks to Blow against Team Ninja. Rooster Bucks to Blow get another 5-0. Never Let Go versus Paradox Warriors. Never Let Go gets a 5-0. All right, I'm done with those. Next up, we have Straight Griffin going up against Rooster Bucks to blow. Straight Griffin comes in with a hot 5-4. Never Let Go went up against We Respect Hose. Never Let Go with a 5-3. Then, We Respect Hose going up against Way to Fail. We Respect Hose bounces back, takes their win 5-3. Straight Griffin went up against Paradox Warriors. 5-0 Straight Griffin. Straight Griffin then went up against Necrobonk. 5-0 Straight Griffin. Never Let Go went up against Necrobonk. 5-0 Never Let Go. Straight Griffin finally went up against Collateral Damage. Straight Griffin gets the hot and juicy final 5-0. Here are your standings for week two as they stand. For the Hammer Division, first place with nine wins, Straight Griffin. Second place with seven wins, Never Let Go. With three wins, Necrobonk. With two Ways to Fail, We Respect Hose, and Collateral Damage. And in 6th and 7th, both with zero wins apiece, we have Stat Patters United and Paradox Warriors. And then for the Sword Division, in 1st with 7 wins, we have Rooster Bucks to Blow. In 2nd with fourth with 4 wins, we have Shadow Realm. In 3rd place with 3 wins, Our Lady Tuna. In 4th place with 2 wins, TBD. In 5th, 6th, and 7th, all with 1 win apiece, we have Lumbridge White Knights, Team Ninja, and SML08 All-Stars and Kazink. And finally, in 8th place, with a lowly zero wins, we have Pork Chop Sandwiches. Will, what do we got for the UGC Halo 3 Winter Series Week number 1? Okay. So here we go. We talked about the rosters and during Roster Mania, so I'm just going to run through the teams and their placing. So, first place currently is Tox with 150 points. Second place is Reciprocity with 100 points. In third, fourth, we have Status Quo and Denial with 70 points. In fifth through eighth, we have Rise, GMS, QDA Gaming, and Endless with 40 points. Um, ninth through 16th, this graphic is very small. I have to lean into the computer. We have Mazer Gaming, Lux Gaming, Purple Dragons, Waste of a Seed, Lush, Serenity, Infinite, and Un. Orthodox Gaming, all with 30 points. And then 17th through 32nd, we have Elusive, Look Alive, OBS, Last Life GG, Sweet Revenge, Shady at the Door, Aspire Esports, Players Found, Project Base Mob, Sud, <laughs> Essence, Bandits, Burger Town, Team, Team Rot, Ren Renowned, and Set on Fire with 20 points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh. Yes. So we got a little news. We do. A little controversy going on with the Winter Series. Yes. Would you like to iterate on sure. the subject? So, as in the Discord, I was saying that Ranty Josh might be coming out for this one a little bit in this episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, like, reel him in so he's not going to get too out there. But there is something that we need to talk about real quick. So, not necessarily miscommunication but more of misunderstanding. Not enough. I wouldn't say it was a miscommunication, but not enough clarification. Yes. 
Very, very well said. So what we, so we initially talked about this series last week, right? And well, the announcement of this series last week and what I initially thought and what others initially thought would that it was going to be a thousand dollar prize pool each week for the six weeks. Okay. Turns out that that's not the case. Turns out that it's actually a thousand dollar grand prize over the full six weeks. So whoever gets the top amount of points wins the prize. Yes. It may break down. So like, it may not even be like the full thousand for the first place team. It may break down even further than that. But the fact of the matter is it is not a thousand dollar prize pool each week. Okay. So people were already a little bit turned off by that aspect of it. Then we had the issue where it was a 32 team double elimination tournament on starting on a Friday night at 8 PM central. You want to imagine when that tournament would have ended if what happened didn't happen? Especially if you're on the East Coast? Yeah. You're starting then at 9? It would have been, like, I I get that Halo players play Halo late, but, like, that's just, that's an ungodly amount of time. I mean, if if it started at 8 Central for a double elimination bracket with 32 teams? Yep, 32 teams. Mm. And that's not to say, like... And not all the matches started on time either because people weren't reporting on time, so on and so forth. So things were delayed even further. So yeah. it just compounds itself. It it just it becomes a nightmare, realistically speaking. So that, along with the prize pool, didn't really sit well with a lot of people. To the point where teams quit. As soon as they got to loser's bracket, they didn't play anymore. They didn't care. So, teams that left include Reciprocity, GMS, Denial, Lux, and probably others as well. So, if I'm not mistaken, Reciprocity beat Tox to send Tox to losers. Then, Tox came back, uh, and then uh, I think they, I think they dropped Rec to losers, or Rec just didn't care anymore. And so Tox won. If I'm not mistaken, I read in the Discord that APG was talking to one of the people from UGC, and I think he was talking about how Rec just stopped playing. Which means they, they gave Tox the win. Now, okay, here's here's where Ranty Josh may have may start to come in a little bit. We talk about it on the show all the time, Will, about how it shouldn't just always be about the money that's at the end. You know, you should want to compete for the sake of competing. But even I look at this situation and I'm like, I wouldn't even want to fucking do that. Like, I'm good. I don't want to stay up that late. Like, I have other shit to do, especially for the, like, the potential at a share of $1,000 at the end of six weeks. I'm okay, dude. I'm quite all right. I mean, really, come on. That's, that's not not a lot at all, man. Yeah. When you have, when you know what I thought was hilarious too? Is that, uh, so after this week one tournament happened, right? Team Beyond goes out and they do their announcement for their tournament. And they're like, hey, those who actually want Classic Halo, guess what we're doing? We're having a single tournament. It's a $2,000 prize pool. And, uh, it's free to sign up, whatever. And I'm like, huh, 
kind of ironic that you guys came out with that as soon as this week one and this quote-unquote controversy starts up. Yeah. I mean, that had to have been in the plans before oh, yeah. all this. Sure. But it's just, it, it's, yeah, just great timing. It was by perfect them, right? timing, yeah. Perfect timing to get those teams signed up. But no, it's like, it's... I'm torn. I'm so torn because I... If I was in that situation, I wouldn't want to be there either. Like, if I got dropped to losers and I have to try to fight my way back in that, and God knows how long that tournament would have lasted if people didn't drop out, fuck that. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, It bugs me a little bit that a top-tier team like Reciprocity or even GMS, even Denial and Lux, would just drop it. Like, these... Weren't weren't trying to set that precedent that, like, hey, we're going to stay and compete through this. Yeah, um... There, there's a stigma kind of out there about Halo pros being like they feel like they're all high and mighty when they shouldn't, and this kind of brings a light to that even more. Um, now I get the circumstances suck, but if you if you put your name out there as a pro, you kind of have to be held in that higher light. If in my opinion, um, I don't like seeing them drop out, although I perfectly understand why. Just sucks. I wish this would have been set up better from the beginning. Well, luckily, I think they might be moving forward. So I even told, so I was talking to Maddie and uh, Silos, I believe, and a couple other people in the Discord in regards to this week one tournament that took place. And I said from the get-go, what UGC needs to do right now, like right after that tournament took place, right? What they needed to do at that time was they needed to get ahead of it from the very beginning. They need to be like, yep, we screwed up. We recognize this. We're going to move forward and we're going to take your, we're going to take your feedback into consideration. Mm-hmm. What do you guys want to see? Right. Yep. Then today, as we're recording this, I mean, not as we're recording, but earlier today, um, there was a post on the UGC esports discord from, I think it's Nin. It's Nin or nine, but I think it's Nin on discord. Andy states. Looking for community feedback. Our purpose with the Winter Series is to create a place for competition and content in between live events. With that said, we want to approach this for the most convenience for players so that they have fun and don't feel like it's a job to compete in these smaller online events. Would people rather see Friday evenings or Saturday at noon? Did you like double eliminate? Did you like double elimination or does it feel too many games for what it's worth? And last but not least, was it, with it being a smaller event, do you like the best of five or prefer best of three again? Any and all feedback is great. We want to bring you content and fun. We know staying up late can be dreadful for something that doesn't have a large prize pool attached to it. So that was great. Yeah. Right. Super happy to see that today. Then they did what I wanted them to do from the get go. Get on Twitter ahead of it. And they put on Twitter and I quote, okay, Halo community. Now's your chance to tell us what you want for the hashtag H3 winter series, Friday evenings or Saturday afternoons. We're all ears. And there's a poll right now. We'll include the tweet in the show notes of the Google doc of the show. You can check it out, place your vote, let people know what you want. So yeah, like there's no need for ranty Josh to come out because they've gotten ahead of it. One of my biggest issues is when there's an issue with the competitive community and the people responsible don't get ahead of it and start telling the community what the fuck is going on, right? Talk about it all the time. UGC, I applaud you. Thank you very much for doing this. 
You got ahead of the curve. Keep this going. Because we want to see competition happening all the time. We want to see these tournaments and we want to see them succeed. So by you guys getting out ahead of this, asking the community what they want, asking the pros what they want, because they're going to be the ones competing in this. I think it's great. And I love seeing this and that, um, honestly, I like that it's not a huge prize pool because it's just more content in between larger events that yes, we've kind of been saying Halo has one event every few months. It's kind of hard to keep a community going when you don't have that, um, when you ha- actually have that much span in between your content. Right. That's what, honestly, like a lot of social media, everything is all about the amount of content you put out and, you know, what you kind of, you have to have that like schedule of what you're putting out and it has to be consistent. So exactly. if, if you have only things here or there for Halo, it's not going to be flourishing like you want it to be. Nope. Um, and the other thing that, what else? There's one other thing I wanted to say in regards to this. Um, the prize pool. Okay. We got into a conversation on discord about the grassroots program and what could or could not be happening with that. In which case, what is the amount that three, four, three is willing to give out for tournament organizers? Yeah. Right. What are they willing to contribute? It's, we don't know that information. We don't have that information. And I'm not going to sit here and speculate on that because that involves money and I'm not in the mood to get in that shit. Um, but they got when when three four three announced the grassroots program, everything was like rainbows and daisies, right? It's like oh my god, they're listening. This is a great way for them to support content creators, and now it's like, well, what's what's happened? Yeah, because well they've they've signed up like what five or six content creators now. Yeah, and like streamers. I mean, right now, what do they do? Like what, what, what does the grassroots program do for them right now? Provide them with giveaways as in, um, the grassroots nameplate, the the BR skin. Oh, that's what they're giving away. Yep. They're giving away codes for those. That's what it's been so far. And like a tweet or two from the HCS account. That's what I've seen. Yeah. I mean, that's what I've personally seen. Okay. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, they're going to be at the, uh, they're going to be at South by Southwest. If I'm not mistaken as well. I don't know if that includes them being flown out there. I would hope so. I would hope so too. I would hope so too. You want to, you want to have that grassroots event. You want to have that grassroots program, like, you know, recognized and yeah. Yeah. So hopefully they would be at this point. It is kind of like, so what's going on? Because right. I mean, I'm sure they, they partnered with UGC. We know that. Yep. Um, anyone else that we know of? Well, they partnered with Gamers for Giving. Oh, yeah. That was, that yeah, was one of, of them course. for sure. Um, oh man. And what's the Dallas? Dreamhack. Do, they partnered Dreamhack? with Dreamhack. Well, so, Dallas is the, uh, is the, that's South by Southwest. Oh, is it? Okay. My. Wait. So I thought it was, isn't it Dreamhack Dallas? And then it's South by Southwest in Austin. Gotcha. Both Texas cities. Yeah. Yes. Both events are happening in Texas. But uh, yeah, I think it's DreamHack Dallas, South by Southwest and Austin. So interesting. Yep. I don't know. Maybe we'll just have to wait. I mean, for lack of a better phrase, we'll just have to wait and see. But like when we have more of the grassroots information, we can talk about that further. We just don't have anything right now. 
I don't know. We don't know the status of those of the applications that went out. We don't know who's been approved, who's been denied, if anything's been happening. They say they're going through them. So I don't know. Is I'm wondering if they're looking for a certain criteria that's on more of a UGC level. Sure. Then what well you know, be. everyone thought this was gonna be, you know, every every single content creator getting that does Halo. Right. You know, everyone's yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna put my name in the hat. Right. And that's what all the hype was about, but maybe that's not really what this program is. It's more of of the the organizers and yeah things like that and the bigger streaming personalities so on and so forth i mean uh, like we said we haven't seen much so there there very well could be a plethora of stuff happening that we don't we just don't know about maybe exactly. it's all, it could be all behind closed doors right now right and, and it could all be amazing and honestly you have 343 industries which is working on mcc constantly yep they're working with these current organizers to get, you know, those whatever grassroots program is out to them. Yep. They're working on Infinite. They got a lot going on. They do. And now Halo Outpost Discovery Halo as well. Outpost. They got Halo Wars 2. Yep. They got, They're still doing balance patches for that. I feel like this studio is doing a lot that a lot of people don't well, realize. 343 isn't Halo Wars well, 2. Okay. Yeah. That's Creative Assembly. Completely separate studio. Still. No, they're, yeah, they're working on a lot of Halo stuff, for sure. There's tons of Halo stuff out there. Um, yeah, I would like a little bit more transparency, but what are you going to do? Could be a lot better. Could be Could a lot, be a lot worse. worse. <laughs> Look at two fucking phrases for this show. It's great. Um, anything else you want to talk about with tournaments before we move on, Will? No, I think that's it. I'm just... Uh, I wish there was a little bit more Halo stuff going on. Sure. I so mean, would say, the, like, we're going to say this is the calm before the storm. Because if you think about it, next month is going to be fucking huge, dude. We have Gamers Forgiving. Yeah. And then basically right after that is the HCS Invitational at South by Southwest. Yeah. And realistically, during that same time is when my daughter might be born. So it's like... Oh you know, my god. You know what's gonna happen? It, I swear, don't. Don't you don't <laughs> don't say it. Grand final. Don't shut up. Josh don't say it. Josh, we need to go. But reciprocity's <laughs> playing talk. Josh And they're winning in the grand finals. I can't leave. Josh, my water broke. I need to go now. No! We're staying! Call Vicky! I don't have time for this! <laughs> we'll be in a discord call and I'll be like hey hey, Will can you see if Vicky can bring the town to the hospital I mean we got something going on here man oh shit no, no it's um isn't it more isn't it more late March that it's happening yeah but that's when South by Southwest is yeah. happening uh, is late March all right like the 24th isn't it I thought it was sooner than that am I I'm no I don't dude, think my, so my times are all messed up I thought my birthday was not this coming weekend but the weekend after I thought I thought we had our freaking Halo 1v1 tournament this weekend. Yeah, no. I need to get like, I have it all on my Google calendar, right? It's all there for me to look at, but I just can't get it straight in my head. So. It's okay. I need, I'm looking this up real quick. What are you looking up right now? The, uh, the, ga the Gamers Forgiving and South by Southwest dates? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I am. What are you more excited for? What do you think is going to be the more... Invitational. Hype tournament, the Invitational? Yeah. 
I do. Oh, um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So the hopefully I don't miss the invitational. So the invitational is taking place um the sixteenth through the seventh. Well, wait, no, 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 no. The uh the fifteenth through the seventeenth. So Friday through a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gamers Forgiving is at the end of March, which takes place um Saturday the twenty third and Sunday the twenty fourth. Okay, so you could re- you could miss Gamers Forgiving. It could be right there. It could be right there. Because she's. She is to be induced at the end of March. And they're they're for sure doing that. We have it confirmed. So it's just it's just a matter of time now. All right. Anything yeah. else you want to add in for tournaments? No, man. I'm I oh I'm excited for the big ones to come back. That's yeah. what I'm excited for. The the I just get so hyped about Halo when those large events are going on. Yeah. And I think with all the other stuff that's happening during the invitational. Like the snipe down v lethal matchup oh, yeah. and whatnot. I think there's going to be so many cool things that are happening there. So while Will and I won't be there, like if you guys are, if anybody is listening is able to go to those events, especially Gamers Forgiving as well, please take the time and go there if you're able to. Be a part of that larger experience that's there. Be part of that hype crowd and just enjoy it. Just bask in it. I just had an idea as well for our Discord. What? Um, we should do a event pictures section. Oh, that's a really good idea. So we can we can see what you were up to while you're there and what you thought was cool, and we could do like a like an HCS Pro Talk community photo album. Put it on the Instagrams. We could. We could put it on the so Instagrams. Everyone can check it out with permission of the people oh, yeah, who took the pictures. Of course. Of course. Yes. Uh, it's just just spitballing here. Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. We could even do a. Uh, we could just do like a shareable. Uh, Google photo album as well. And that way everybody can take a look and whatnot. Give the people credits on the social medias and yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. We'll get it in the works. We'll do it up. Um, okay. Will it's time for some shout outs. First and foremost, shout out to everyone who participated within the community play date that took place over the weekend. We got goalie sniper snipe N two one silos, the villain high tech redneck three, Savick uh, Slayer, Scud Puddle, American Ripper, and Sean for Japan. Special shout out to High Tech Redneck and Savick Slayer, Shane, in other words. Uh, this was their first community play date that they were able to attend. It was great having you guys. So thank you very much. And we hope to see you again in the upcoming ones as well. Um, also, Sean for Japan was a late addition, getting closer to the end of the night. But it was great to have you as well, Sean. So thank you very much. And then. Also, shout out to Lottie and Grim Brother One for their respective birthdays that happened last week as well. And uh, thank you guys for the shout out as well. That was really nice. Will, that's it for the shout outs. What do we got for the massive amount of community creations? Here we go. I'm going to read through these quick because quick, there's a lot of them. But we do have me Monday on Reddit. What do you know? Um, we have top Halo clips week three winner. Congratulations to Lady Vanquish for winning the week three giveaway. Her clip had tremendous amount of love with 80 likes and over 1,200 plus views. She's walking away with a much deserved grassroots nameplate for MCC and grassroots BR skin for Halo 5. We have Gung Fu, which was a montage by Office Hyena. Go check it out on YouTube. It's really good. We have Halo Twitch clips 9.0 and 10.0 by Halo Twitch clips. Both videos over on YouTube as well. We have the Muggsy 
UGC Halo Classic photo album, of course, by uh, Muggsy, over on Twitter. Go check out all of his great pictures. We have Puckett's Top 10 Plays of the Week, number four by Puckett and Plaza Plays. Again, another YouTube video for you to watch. We have the Forge Hub community favorite map vote for January announced by Forge Hub. Over on Twitter, they posted Fever Pitch 4B4 Slayer by Sikamink. Another, you got give me more roster mania at the end of the show. I got to keep you on your toes, Will. Sikamikanko? I don't know. And Blaze wins first place in their community favorite map vote for the month of January. There you go. Europa Halo announces a monthly podcast by uh, Europa Halo. Over on Twitter, they said, join us on Wednesday night, 8.15 p.m. for our first episode of the new monthly Nightfall podcast. This month, we will discuss the state of EU Halo, along with at MK Viable Manatee and Great Ted Treadshift. Go check them out on Twitch TV slash Europa Halo. Tune in to join the discussion. DM if you're interested in being a guest. Them, not us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to preface that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then um, on also um, over on YouTube, Halo Bowl 2.5 VOD is now available. It was done by Mudcat. He, uh, he casted the whole thing. You can see my epic fail in our first game. <laughs> You can watch us uh, shoot and teabag Tasman's body. You can see us shit on Scud Puddle. It's it's great. It's like it's it's like the highlight reel just of our team because we won the whole thing. So it's the highlight reel of Josh, Silos, and Brian, and my shit reel of <laughs> <laughs> falling <laughs> off the map. <laughs> Highlight reel too. I fell off the map a couple times. I naded my own teammates. I'm looking the wrong way. I just <laughs> Mudcat knew when I was out of position and just decided to watch me. Then that's that's just what it was. Curse of the caster. I guess so. Yep. <laughs> yep. Your your viewpoint from the moment the game started and you drop off the map. Curse of the caster. Oh, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him that the next time too. You should. You should. Oh, damn. I'm so happy this VOD's out finally. I'm, I'm not. so happy. Oh, oh, man. That's what we got. It's all the community creations for the week. All right, Will. Without making you endure for much longer, I'm just going to get right to the point. Please, Will, plug the show. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Pocket Cast, others as well. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. You can find us over on Discord. Join the community discussion. A lot of great things going on over there. Um, possibly new photo section coming, as we just discussed. You can join our Xbox Club or Spartan Company. Great way for us to find you during those community playdates. Um, you can follow us on all the social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, a Mixer. Again, at HCS Pro Talk. And then we also have our e own Esportspedia page which is awesome. I was so excited when that happened. Just search for HS Pro Talk. Josh. Yes, Will. What do we have on our next episode? And I think something to add here, we finally nailed down another interview. We did. Yes. So first and foremost, uh, we'll have our final details on our, the HS Pro Talk Halo 5 1v1 tournament. Um, so that'll be taking place next week. We're also going to be going over 
Will's birthday shenanigans because Will, it's your birthday on Saturday. Yeah. Are you excited? Of course. I'm excited because we're going to be playing games all day and night. Are we, we're still doing the... Yeah, we're still fucking doing it here. All right. Awesome. Absolutely. Was, well, yeah. Yes. Yes. We are. We are doing okay. it, Will. <laughs> For those who can't see, because there's no video yet, oh my Josh God. is uh, vigorously shaking his head at me. That would have like been... bobblehead. <laughs> that would have been amazing if that was on video right there. Oh, thank God. Um, No, so that'll be really exciting. And then like Will just hinted at... We have our next interview locked down. It is going to be with Zach of Money Matches, along with multiple other businesses, and recently of Denial. Um, so we will have him on the show. The recording will be taking place on March 9th, which is a Saturday, which means it'll be in the episode that releases uh, just after that Saturday. On the 12th. Yes, on the 12th of March. Yes. So stay tuned for that one. And then also, like we said before, after the Zach interview, we plan on having uh, DJ Blue on the show um, to talk about anything and everything he can about Halo Outpost Discovery. So stay tuned for that one as well. And then we'll be reaching out to pro players and whatnot as well. I think it'd be nice to have, um, as we talked about, I think it'd be nice to have a pro player on um, kind of around or a little bit after a major tournament takes place because that way that's a little bit more fresh in the mind. Uh, we can talk about that a little bit further as well. Yeah, well, I have uh, I have some ideas around that as well. So we'll we'll spitball. Perfect. Later, and we'll see what comes of it. Hell yeah, got a lot of things in the pipeline. It's going to be a great year. Will, I think uh, that's going to do it for episode fifty nine of HCS Pro Talk. We want to thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week with uh, a lot of tournament results. As a matter of fact, there's going to be a lot more to talk about. We love you. We'll miss you until next week. Keep the conversation going on the social medias and the discords. We love to see you there. But uh, until next week, bye bye